Haley, and this is episode four of Head of a Codfish, a podcast about modern working families. Welcome to this episode, and I really want to thank you for listening to it. And for those that have listened to my first three episodes, thank you so much for that. I've been working on this podcast for many months and have had all these ideas and conversations going around in my head for so long, so it has been great to release them into the world and even better to hear some great feedback about what I've created. More people have listened to this podcast than members of my immediate family, so I call that a win. Today's interview is with Alina. The reason I had for putting Alina on my interview hit list was partially because she works in HR, and I thought her perspective on work arrangements would be really valuable, but also because she is 10 times more organised than I am, and I wanted to explore that a bit in the hope that some of it would rub off on me. So this interview represents a bit of an achievement of one of my objectives that I mentioned in episode one, catching up with friends that I don't see often enough. To do this interview, I managed to organise a barbecue with Alina, her family and other friends, which was great. And if you listen carefully, you'll hear some of that happy barbecue background noise. Within this interview, you'll hear me refer to a saying that I couldn't quite recall at the time of recording. The saying I was looking for was, one child is an accessory, two is a lifestyle. And while I know people have varying degrees of agreement with this saying, what I was trying to get at was how things evolve with two or more kids. What I mean by that is working around one child's naps and meals and moods is one thing. Working around two little people's often conflicting naps and meals and moods is a bit of a different beast. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend by going to www.headofacodfish.com slash Alina and use one of the sharing options. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, go to www.headofacodfish.com slash subscribe. And if you want to join the Facebook group to chat to other working parents, go to www.headofacodfish.com slash codfish squad. This takes you directly to Facebook. And then click on the join group button. So here is my chat with Alina. I hope you enjoy it. Okay, first question. On a scale of newborn to teenager, how much sleep are you getting? On a scale of newborn to teenager, um, not much. <laughs> um, I would say toddler. Toddler. I'm actually not too bad at the moment compared to probably, say, even just one or two months ago. Um, so, yeah, my little one will go down probably around seven. Yep. And he will generally... Might stir around 8.39, but yep. he will generally sleep through. Oh, nice. And the three-year-old, he will often not want to go to sleep till sort of 8.39, play in his room, whatever, but yep. then generally will sleep through until about 6.30. Yep. Sleep-ins are pretty much non-existent, so, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, see, see, I've got almost two-year-old and she's not sleeping through the night. Right. So you may actually be doing better than I am. Okay. Yeah. See, my youngest lulled me into a false sense of security because she yeah. slept through from 
about seven or eight weeks Mm -hmm. and then she got to seven months and just stopped. Yes. And she'll have a patch every now and then of doing it again, but we haven't had one for a while. Right. And it's certainly not consistent. So I just kind of, you know, six, seven months, you think, oh, I've got another good sleeper. Mm -hmm. I'm good. Mm -hmm. I'm getting lots of sleep. I'm happy here. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, didn't didn't continue. (laughs) Well, we definitely had the, what they call the 18-month sleep regression Mm -hmm. our three-year-old. Yep. Um, when he was 18 months, and he would be awake for three to four hours yep. a night. Oh. And that was when I was pregnant. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty bad. That he does sound. You made it. You survived. <laughs> okay. So to start with, we'll just get to know your family. So who's in your family? So myself. Yes. My husband. And we have two boys, one three-year-old and one one-year-old. How are each of those occupied in regards to work and childcare? Okay, so my husband works full time, mm-hmm. Monday to Friday, pretty much. Yep. Um, he does travel from time to time and is working on another project, sort of in his home time, which is hobby slash project. Yeah, exactly what this podcast exactly. is exactly. <laughs> is um, passion project. We exactly. call it. Yep. I work four days a week. Um, so I work currently Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Yep. Um, but arguably I'm essentially doing a, f- a full-time job yep. in four days, getting yeah. paid for four days. Yeah. But it's my choice yep. to do that. So I'm not it's... doing a condensed working week or anything like that. Yep. I, I, I do. I generally try and get into the office around 8 so that I can leave by 4.30 to pick the kids up. Yeah. So hubby does the drop-offs and I do the pick-ups. Pick-ups, right, so you kind of split it up that way. Mm -hmm. It's interesting you say about working five days worth of work in four days because I was reading something recently that kind of – I must. I don't remember the exact, exact details, but I think it was like a workplace where they'd trialed four-day working days, mm-hmm. and they actually found that generally people do just as much, if not more, in four days that they do in five. Yes. So they just kind of pat it out a bit yeah. <laughs> for a full week. Um, so it kind of makes you wonder if. And mm-hmm. I think the point of that article, and I will probably find it again in the future and maybe discuss it on um, the podcast, but. Um, yeah, whether there's value in a lot more of the workforce being four days yeah. um, and whether that really does have as much impact on productivity as we think it is going to. Yeah, I mean, for me, um, I have – look, essentially I'm lucky I have quite a supportive employer. So and because of my role, I've been with the organisation for five years, you know, I'm fairly well respected. I think I could pretty much go to them and say – I want to either increase my hours or I want to stay with the four days. Yeah. Um, but for me, I would rather have a more intense working day and have that one day yeah. where I know that I can spend quality time with my kids, mm. even though, yes, we're, mis- we're missing out financially too. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's worth it while yeah. they're young anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. What are your parenting superpowers? Gosh, I don't think I have any. (laughs) I don't think that's true at all. My parenting superpowers, I don't know, I just love my kids. (laughs) Uh, You you say that like you're kind of downplaying that, like that's, you know. Like I just, yeah, I genuinely like 
Yeah, I just love my kids to bits and I would do anything in the world for them and Yeah. Yeah, I don't really think of any particular superpower. Um So, well, what do you provide to the family unit that no one else does? I guess because I'm in a family of all males. <laughs> I love it. I'm, I, so, I'm interested where this answer's going. I provide I provide the you know, I obviously provide the feminine aspects, but I, I guess what I mean by that is, yeah, I suppose I provide the nurturing. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm very lucky that my husband is very hands-on. Mm-hmm. So in terms of is there anything that he cannot do that I do, well, I'm no longer breastfeeding, so really there is nothing that I do that he can't do. Mm-hmm. But I guess, yes, I provide the nurturing. Yep. I'm probably the organiser, so yep. I will organise, you know, their childcare, their schooling, their, you know, their lunches and things. My husband can make the lunches, but I'll be telling him this is what you need to actually put in the lunch. Yeah, um, sure. So the organising, probably organising our social calendar. Yeah, kind of keeping it all um, together, pull, yeah. pulling it all together. But yep. there's nothing fundamentally that my husband can't do yeah <laughs> can't there's a difference, the there's a difference between can't and won't yeah. <laughs> um okay so what about your husband what's his parenting superpower um i think he's the he's probably the fun one he he's yeah look he's the fun one he still can be quite strict too mm. but you know, he's out, I guess, having the boys. Often they'll spend a lot of time outdoors in the garden, that sort of thing, whereas I'll be inside cooking. And so I suppose even though we may on the surface not have those traditional roles, we probably still do in that I'll <laughs> yeah. do the bulk of the cooking, yeah. he'll do the bulk of the gardening, that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I kind of find that as well, that my husband kind of, is the one that's more likely to just break out some music and start a dance party mm. with three girls. <laughs> that's okay. that's the role he takes. So He's the me. fun one. I do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he yeah. he can be a lot sillier and a lot more fun. And I think that's I don't know, it's a bit different now that we're kind of both working and splitting things up a bit differently. But mm. I kind of feel felt like when I was home, I mean, I was working in my own business, but when I was home most of the time, just so much of your energy is taken up with yeah. the functional stuff of getting mm-hmm. everyone fed and where they need to be at the right time. Yes. That your energy for being frivolous and fun yeah. is kind of lacking. And so I think it's like a, a – it's good to have someone mm. that – hasn't had all their energy taken up in that way that still has that to give mm. when I don't have that to give. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's a, yeah, a good good kind of um, role mm. yeah, for definitely. at least one of the parents to play. Yes, I think we probably share that role, but, yeah, he's, I guess he's probably, yeah, he's the more sporty, yep. the, small, the more sporty one and, yeah. Okay, so how is childcare managed in your um, household? So who's doing what when, uh, who's going where when, and who's dropping off and picking up? Okay, so our eldest, so our three-year-old has just started ELC. He Mm -hmm. literally started there last week. Um, He goes there four days a week, so every day bar Wednesdays. Yep, so the days that you're at work. So the days that I'm at work. Um, And our little one goes to childcare. 
um, to a local childcare centre. He goes there on Monday, Tuesday and Thursdays. And on Fridays, my stepsister, who is also a um, qualified nanny, comes to our house and she has our little one on yep. the Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's an odd occasion that three-year-old's unwell on a Friday, then she'll have both of them. Yep. But generally, she'll just have the little one. So who's dropping kids off? Oh, no, you said that earlier, yeah. didn't you? You so said, yeah, you're... Ma- majority of the time, my husband does the... Um, Drop off, drop off, and I do the pickups. So that's kind of making their day a bit shorter. That's is right. that right? Yeah. Yeah. So the, the the purpose of that is to make their day as short as possible. Although you know they're still getting dropped off, you know, between eight and eight thirty, and getting picked up between four thirty and five. So I think yeah. it's still a fairly long day for them. Yeah. Given their ages. Yeah. So with the way that you organise your family at the moment, do you feel like you had the ability to choose that or do you feel like it was something that was forced upon you and that is either for financial reasons or just expectations or just what you could handle, a variety of reasons. So do you feel like you had the ability to choose your own path? Um, I do feel like this was a choice. Yeah. Um, obviously there are influencing factors. Finance is one of them. Um, but also, you know, I do have a career. I'm in a fairly senior role. I'm in the sort of role where if I took five years out of the workforce and tried to get back in, my skill set would be outdated. Yeah. So, yes, it was a choice in some respect. Mm-hmm. Um, but also you're kind of working with what yeah, you yeah, right. the scenario that you're in, yeah. I think also um, if I had the choice, I probably would have preferred um, the boys to spend more time with, with another family member, say mm-hmm. a grandparent. Yeah. Um, but for various reasons, that wasn't possible for us. So yep. they are in that sort of daycare setting. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So with the way that you your family works and organises itself, what do you think works well? Um, I think the fact that we do have that structure in terms of the drop-offs and the pick-ups, um, you know, I must admit... Have going from one child to two children was a big mm. change, yeah. particularly with me then going back to work. Yeah. Um, so what's that saying? I can't. I can never remember it. One child's an accessory, two's mm. a something. It, it it definitely changes yeah. the game, and I certainly found that as well. It definitely does. Um, and I actually reached out to a few friends and sort of asked them how do they make things work. Yeah. I've got a number of friends who work full-time mm-hmm. with children of similar ages. And I actually got to the point where I set up a roster and I put it on the fridge and literally it says who does what. Yeah, okay. So I found one morning I was running around like a headless chook, husband was sitting reading the paper, eating his breakfast, and I said I just can't, yeah. this is just not going to be yeah. feasible. Yeah. So we now have our defined roles down to even the night before I will get out everyone's breakfast bowls, put sure. the cereal in the bowls, put the spoons in the bowls. Anything that's not perishable goes yeah. goes in so and yeah. That, um I can the earlier I can get to work 
is the earlier I can leave. Yes. To get the kids. Yeah, so that's kind of it. Yeah. yeah. The earlier you can and get there, the shorter well, you can make the day for all of you. And the more time yeah. you've then got after work that's for right. getting, yeah. getting ready we, for. We eat as a family, even from a, from when the kids were very young. Mm-hmm. We've always eaten our, our dinner together. So we eat between 5.30 and 6 o'clock, which yep. is really early. It is early to fit in around a work day, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I've just bought a chest freezer and I do a lot of cooking on the weekends yep. and our weekday meals are pretty simple. So yep. we can – it's it's realistic to eat by 6 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, so what do you think of the downsides of the way your family's organising themselves? Um, the downsides is, uh, downsides are probably that the kids can get quite tired. Yeah. Um, particularly our three-year-old who's in care four days, you know, starting ELC, he's been very tired. Yeah. And that's affected his behaviour. Um, I mean, I think recently. that tiredness comes in whenever. So, yeah. so with my children, that kind of schedule, they get to it at school anyway. So now I've got my middle one who's just started last week yeah. and she's so tired and so grumpy yeah. and having tantrums and in tears yeah. over small things. So yeah. that kind of just it kicks in at some stage anyway. Yeah. It's just now or later. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Um, the, I think the other thing is illness. Um, yes. You know, I don't think anyone could have ever possibly prepared me for the amount of illness that we experienced when our eldest first went to childcare. Yeah. Um, He was just sick all the time. Mm -hmm. What load were you working at the time when he was was going through that stage? Yep. Yeah. And um, not only was he getting sick, but I was getting sick. My husband was getting sick. But... But very sick, so you know, like I'd be in bed for a week. Yeah, a okay, not just a bit of a sniffle um, and you carry on. It was, yeah, yeah. So, and we we obviously experienced the same when our one year old was in care um, for the first time, first winter. The first, it's always the first winter. Yeah, which yeah. was still bad. I wouldn't say it was as bad. bad. But maybe we were more prepared for it. Um, but it's also just you know managing. Well, who can go and pick up? The child. Yeah, the, you know, the whole. Whose, whose work day is more important. Yeah. Like... So so how do you organise that? Because my husband and I just kind of have take turns. Mm. So it, so we don't, because we both work part-time, there's only, it's not too much of an issue because there's only two days a week mm-hmm. when we're both at work yes. and the other three days it's one or the other, if that yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. So there's only two days a week and the children sometimes get sick on those days but do often get sick on the, on the weekends or the other days. So yeah. it's not too much of an issue. But when it happens, we take turns. Yes. Unless, of course, you know, you have a client that's coming in that you really yes. have to meet. Or, you know, there might be some circumstances. But we generally do turns. So what mm. what do you do? Um, we, we would generally – I mean, I generally get the phone call. Okay. Oh, as in from childcare. From child yeah, care, yeah. I would generally get the phone call. If I can leave, then I will. Yep. But – Majority of the time, I'm probably not in a position to leave because of the nature of my job. Yes. Whereas my husband is. Yes. So if it's anything, a, I would yeah, say just a he different probably nature takes the bulk of it. But that's also because when I say the bulk of it, he might do 
60%, I might do 40%, but that's also because I only do four days a week. Yes. So if I'm off one day, that's a larger percentage of my week gone yep. as opposed to his. Yeah, see, that's something I find with working part-time. So I've just kind of worked full-time before I've had children mm. and then not worked any full-time since and worked part-time. Mm. Um, so I kind of have quite – it's quite a con- contrast to mm. being footloose and fancy-free and working yeah. full-time and having children and working part-time and, like, mm. my husband who has worked full-time when we've had kids. Um, and so if you've got five days, it's like, okay, I need to leave a bit early mm. for this particular appointment or yes. some child. And it's like out of a five days to leave a bit early one day, you know, whatever. It's yes. not a big deal. When I'm at work three days and one of those days I leave early enough to do school pickup, mm. to cut a chunk out of that seems much more significant. Yes. So you're there less, but it really feels like your ability to mm. not be there mm decreases a lot whereas if you're if you're there five days it seems like the impact is much smaller Mm. to just have a couple hours off yeah because you've got something kid related happening the other thing we do sometimes through is work from home so both of us can work from home Mm -hmm. so it's generally just if there's an important meeting or something um, or we can, we do sometimes rely on family mm-hmm. um, to help out. Generally, that's if we know that morning that one of our children is yeah, ill, yeah. then we will, or the night before, we'll ring and see if parents can help out. <laughs> yep. We, um, what I've discovered with this, and I'm not, not sure if you've kind of experienced it, um, is my so I don't live near my parents, but my parent parents live in the same place as my brother and mm. his three children. So they tend to do a bit of one of them's a bit sick and can't go to childcare. Mm. Can you have them for the day? And then my parents get sick. Right. And then they run their own business. So if they're sick, yeah. it's like a it's not like they can just have a sick day yeah. um, kind of thing. So it, it becomes a bit of an issue. Um, and it's interesting where I work, um, the owners of the business have had – they had their first grandchild when I started working there. So it was about a year ago. So she'd be coming up to one. And they've got into that as well mm-hmm. where the parents are working, the kid's sick. They're like, can you just have – her for the day and they have her and then they get the sickness and they're they've kind of um they've set up a new office Mm -hmm. interstate and it's just them there at the moment so Mm -hmm. if they're not healthy yeah that whole business is out of order um so yeah so again it's one of those things you don't think of yeah but then you kind of infect the grandparents with the illness have your grandparents kind of picked up too many bugs i don't think so you don't think so if they have they haven't been game enough to (laughs) To say say anything anything. (laughs) um look they may have picked up the odd cold here and there yeah um, nothing to no 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 um our eldest has sort of allergies and asthma and things, so some of those. Ah, uh, yes, okay, not so not contagious, contagious. Yeah. But, yeah, but still well, takes him out for the day, but yeah, or for a couple of days, but yeah. Maybe we've been lucky. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they've been lucky. That's right. <laughs> okay. Um, so, what are the some of the other combinations or ways that you've done things in the past that might be due to different work situations, different number of children? Mm-hmm. So what have you done? So if you obviously you've done you were doing three days. Yes. 
So, yeah, so um, when I went back to work after having my first child, I did a little bit of work from home initially and then I did three days. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a job share arrangement. That's so right. I that do remember that. A, a different scenario. And then um, second time round, I did a slow transition back. So mm-hmm. I went back earlier at around um, little one was six months old. But I did one day a week, then I did two days a week, three days a week, and now four days a week. Okay, yeah. Um, So what kind of time period was that over? So that was um, probably two or three months. Yep. Yeah, so um, it was just probably enough to get the little one used to childcare, you know, get myself back into the workforce. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, oh, now, yeah. I'm now no longer job sharing, so yeah. I'm, I have, you know, my role, my defined responsibilities. So how did you get into that job sharing situation? Like how did it – how was it proposed? How did yeah. it come up? Because that's something so, I'm not – I'm kind of familiar with the concept, but I don't yes. really have a lot of experience with it. Yeah, so the job share was actually something that I recommended to or suggested to my boss at the time when I found out I was pregnant. So it was a – kind of a plan that you put in place for when you got back I had said from the outset that I only wanted to work part-time um once I had had my baby um and I was pretty certain that that was what I wanted to do so I just thought about various options that I thought could potentially work um and I would look I was willing and and I'm very open to my boss saying no that's not going to work yeah um, but I was fortunate that he said, yep, okay, if you think you can make it work, then we'll give it a go. And that was sort of how that came about. I then um, hired my replacement, so my okay. maternity leave yeah, sure. replacement. She worked Cover, full yeah. time while I was on maternity leave and then she went, we were both doing three days a week with one crossover day, day. Yep. on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Sure. So that's how that came that about. That came about. Yeah, interesting. Okay, um, so what do you think will be your family's next step in the evolution of you and work and family? Um, gosh. Well, or do you feel like you're kind of a bit fairly settled in I how it's going to be? I we are much more settled now. Um, I think probably our, our next challenge is that I'm going to be travelling a little bit more for Okay, work. yeah. I think my husband will be travelling a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, you know, that's probably going to be a bit of a challenge, I think, yes. this year. Yeah, um, that's actually out of the people I've interviewed so far, mm. that's a much more of a theme than I kind of realized it was going to be. Yeah, like I was expecting more to be well, I mean, and we do talk about that a lot more about you know, yeah, childcare and who's picking up and who's dropping off and mm. and that kind of thing, but the impact of removing. Mm. part of the unit yeah. the, the the family unit for, for work travel um has become more of a theme than i mm. thought it was going to to be yeah. honest yeah yeah especially when you consider the technology that we have nowadays but i think you know i'm in a role where i do need to travel it is essential yeah um yeah because you kind of have work sites around the state don't you yeah Yeah, so i have work sites over two sites uh two states 
um, SANT, and then I also have head office in a different state. Okay. Have my manager working in a different state. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, so there's a fair bit of travel. Um, but I think we are feeling much more settled mm-hmm. um, now. Um, I, I don't have any plans to go full-time now yeah, until yeah. at least both children are at school. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't see myself taking on sort of yeah, more yeah. hours. So, yeah, flying flying along mm-hmm. the same for a bit. Yes. Um, do you feel like in your paid work environments mm-hmm. that you and your partner are supported in their dual responsibilities of work and family? I think I am. I yeah. think I'm quite fortunate that I work in a fairly family-friendly environment. Yes. Um, my boss doesn't have children, so I think sometimes he doesn't he doesn't really understand, but yeah. he's he is supportive. Yeah. So that's um, an interesting point, isn't it? Because yeah, there's a difference between don't understand, yeah. but willing to. That's right. Make it work and don't understand and yes. never going to bother. Yes. <laughs> um, I think my husband is potentially less supported, but I think that's because society hasn't caught up and he's yep. male. Yeah. And um, I think, though, he he probably finds it easier to put work second. Right. And I find it harder to put work yeah yeah I've always very much been you know um putting in 120 percent at work has always been really really important to me Mm -hmm. working extra hours yeah um whereas he I think he just finds it easier to go to work do what he needs to do and come home yeah so so with that in mind, because part of kind of the well, some of the themes that I'm picking up on and working with with these interviews mm-hmm. is that I guess the idea of the male continuing full-time work and the female um, doing the part-time, fitting in what they can, which might be no work, might be, might be part-time, mm-hmm. might be full-time, whatever, yeah. um, is I kind of feel like that doesn't really take into consideration the aptitude and ambitions of the individual pieces of yes. that family. So did you ever, I don't know, consider doing things differently if you have a different approach to work? We did. So we did consider my husband working part-time and mm-hmm. myself working full-time and yep. vice versa. Um, I think ultimately if, if it came to the crunch... Um, my husband probably would work part-time if yeah. I said that that was extremely important to me. Yeah. Um, but I think he's also made it quite clear to me that he doesn't believe that he would be taken seriously mm. in the workforce yeah. if he worked part-time. Yeah, and that's something we're really um, coming up against, I guess, mm. because my husband is working, and it's like we say four days, yeah. um, in that – a lot of the things that you hear about and we know mm. um, happening to women mm. um, trying to work part-time um, happening to him. So being put into lesser roles, mm. um, being assumed that he's not dedicated to his work mm. because 
um, he wants to to take time off. Yeah, and so it is kind of, yeah, it is a bit more accepted that I work part-time because I'm the female. Mm. Um, And so, yeah, he has come across those. It it, it definitely is less well accepted Mm. um, than, than it is... Yeah. For me to, to be working yeah. part time. So you're right. Workplaces mm. haven't really caught up no. with that. We've got a long way to go with that kind of yeah. um, consideration mm. for, for um, anyone that has a family, not just females. Australia is very far behind. Yeah. Um, I work in HR, so this is, you know, very much up my alley. So that was one of the kind of interesting um, reasons that I wanted to talk to you because I guess I assume you're probably looking at this a bit from both sides, from the employer side mm-hmm. and from a family side. Yeah. Um, yep. So do you have many employee employees um, that you're kind of... We we do have a lot of employees who have flexible work arrangements, mm-hmm. but the vast majority of them, in terms of my employees, so in the two states that I look after, yep. I actually can't think of, I can only think of one male who has flexible working arrangement. Yep. Um, the other the other people who have flexible working arrangements are all females yeah and the vast majority of them are working in admin type yes i mean i think i assume and and i'm probably may not be correct here but i assume with the nature of some of the work that the people you Mm -hmm. represent do uh, is some of the work that doesn't lend itself to to working less like i mean obviously if you're um for example, if you're a tradesperson, if yeah. you're doing, if you're an apprentice doing plumbing, mm. you, it would be hard to see how you'd do that, say part time or well, four days a week or whatever. Like, is the is the nature of it a bit that there's a certain thing that has to be done five days a week, and so it's a bit trickier. Yes, or? Although having ha- having been in a job share arrangement myself, yeah, I think job sharing could work. Yes, in a in a position where you don't have too much decision making authority. Okay. So if you yeah. Are just sure. Going to work to perform There's a specific function. Very set out tasks. I think that's yeah. When job sharing could really work. Yep. Um, it's when, it's when you're getting into those managerial positions and you've got a lot of decisions to be made that I think it can be, it can pour, it can pose challenges. Okay. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think I, looking at it from an employer's point of view, yes, flexible working arrangements can be difficult to administer. They can, they can pause, uh, pose challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I think you know the majority of cases they can be they can be accommodated. Yep. Um, if the employee is also willing, I suppose, to make some sacrifices because I think okay. if you, I know there's research, a lot of research I've read shows that if if people are given flexible working arrangements. They will generally be more productive. Yes, and they will give more back, and they will be more loyal, and hence you're not and having issues. They'll with staff just retention. be more balanced in their life and feel more satisfied and That's less right. likely to feel like they need to make a change, yes. which may be leaving your workplace. Yeah. Yep. And as an organisation, you know, we are even looking at, you know, if we can't give people pay increases because times are tough, mm-hmm. you know. Can we instead give them a flexible working arrangement? Yeah. Or can we look at those other non-financial benefits? Can you be my boss? (laughs) (laughs) 
Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can I employ you to do HR where I work? <laughs> Look, it doesn't. It's easier to work. It's e- it works easier in some areas than others. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there are certainly some managers within our business who are not on board. Mm-hmm. But I think the vast majority are coming on board and starting yeah, to see good. that yeah. that this you know this has to happen. Um, we're not, you know, my organ- my employer is not a huge supporter of working from home, for example. Yep. Um, Which some industries that yeah. works better than others. You can't, um, you can't collect bins from no, working from home. That's right. <laughs> but even in the admin roles, yeah, you know, um, you do really have to fundamentally trust the person that you are yeah. allowed to work from home. And there's also issues with workers' comp. I think what has tended to happen is people have tried to work from home while they have children at home, haven't yes. they? Which I know some employers now that are just saying, no, that's not how working from home yeah. works. Which, I mean, I mean, I ran my own business and I still, from home, and I still had days that I had children out at childcare because yeah. it didn't work for me, it didn't work for them. Yeah. Um, so I totally understand that. But certainly, um, say, for example, there's one day of the week where my husband drops off and picks up and that's school hours, so mm-hmm. quite a short time. He's a lot more productive sitting at home by himself with no children not having to do the whole commute after drop off commute before pick up yeah if he can just like walk five minutes Mm -hmm. be at work yes work 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 yeah go to he's a lot more productive for that day than he would be if he did exactly the same work in the office um so yeah i think yeah, there's a difference between working from home and working from home yes. with children around. That's right. Um, I couldn't work from home no, with my children no. around. No, I, I have done it at times, mm-hmm. um, but it depends on the age. Yeah. Like with my youngest at the moment, yeah. um, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. If, I think if they're, if, that, that, if they're that bit older and they're sick, for example, exactly, they might be happy to watch a movie or something and you can hop on the computer. But if it's day in, day out, yes. personally I don't think it's fair to the worker no. or the employer or the child. child. No, I, I agree with that, yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, my eldest, so school age, um, if they were to have a day home sick, they are quite mm. happy to, yeah, just sit around, play with their own stuff, read a book, watch a movie, um, yeah, but the kind of almost two-year-old, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no way. Uh, okay, so in this whole scramble of family and life, have you had any funny or disastrous moments? Oh, gosh, they probably happen every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, see, I mean, I think with you, I mean, you, your two oh, boys are still quite young. I'll tell you one. And so, yeah, okay. Can I hear a funny one? Yes, I would love to. <laughs> I don't even know if it's really – it is related, I suppose. I was doing the childcare pickup. It was the last um, day of the year mm-hmm. before the Christmas breakup. Yep. And I had both the children. I had put the little one in his car seat and I'd said to the oldest one repeatedly, do you need to go to the toilet do you need to go to the toilet? That old chestnut toilet Do training. Do you need to go to the toilet? No, mummy, no, mummy, no, mummy. So I'm strapping the little one into the car seat. I've asked the older one to climb into his car seat. Next minute, I hear what sounds a little bit like a waterfall. I see my eldest son standing in his car seat using it like a urinal. <laughs> 
Ah, <laughs> oh, the urinocasate. That oh, I haven't see see having girls. This is not something. I'm sorry. <laughs> that Come was the start of my holiday. Yeah. The Welcome out. to having the kids. <laughs> I, I, my husband was catching the bus home. I saw him walking down the road, and I said. Yeah, happy holidays. Can you take the car seat out of the car, please? I just hose it off. Um, the last day of school last year, we actually managed to not send my eldest to school with lunch. She ended up without lunch. Oh, no. Last day of the year. She came home and she said, Mom, I had to have an emergency sandwich from the canteen. They give them like a Vegemite sandwich if they okay, don't yep, have lunch. Yep, yep. Why didn't you pack me lunch? And it was, oh. a, it was a miscommunication. It was, yep. we were like, she'd asked if she could have a lunch order. And originally, okay. I think we said yes. And then my husband said, no, I'll make a make something. Yep. And then after I left the room, he said, oh, yeah, you, okay, you can have a lunch order. So the, okay. the d- decision was re- reversed when I wasn't present. Yes. But then I'm the lunch order because we do it online yes. so I've got an account I can do it all okay. I know what she likes I know what she yes. wants for lunch so um by the way online canteen <laughs> lunch ordering is the best <laughs> I didn't even know it was possible yes so I can just drop her off and yeah. can just be I can be standing in the classroom and just order her lunch yes. on my phone it's yeah. awesome um so anyway I didn't do the lunch order I thought the lunch was packed it wasn't <laughs> last day of school child no food oh poor thing <laughs> winner winning parent moment there okay um so is your version of family anything like what you thought it would be before you had children um i think so yeah yeah i think so as much as it can be yeah because of course I mean, when you're not in it it's I a bit hard to know before but... i was a parent you know i did have these visions of perfect family one boy one girl mum dad you know but, you know, we've got our two boys. We love our two boys. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Um, we've got a nice home. We have a nice family, you know, healthy, happy children, strong marriage. So I really couldn't ask for anything more. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what advice would you give to a family or to a person who's about to enter this stage of working family life? Lower your standards. I love it. So is that in regards to housekeeping or other things? Absolutely. Get a cleaner. (laughs) You know. I have a cleaner. Someone else. Yes. Said that, gave that answer as well. I've had a cleaner fortnightly since I was pregnant with my first. Yeah, okay. Um, It is absolutely essential. Yep. Because at the end of the day, because I'm working... It is so important to me that when I'm at home and on the weekends I'm not spending my time worrying about cleaning the bathroom. Mm. So, yeah, lower your standards, get a cleaner, get a um, a freezer, a deep freeze. (laughs) I love this practical advice. It's very practical. you You can cook your meals on the weekend, don't worry about, you know, cooking the rest so, of the time. Yeah, we have a lot of cooking in the freezer at the moment and it's less meals because yes. I guess we kind of have the thing where there's always someone home from school time. Right. So they've kind of got that time for cooking. Yes. But it's school lunches. We have yes. a freezer full of yep. frozen yep. Um, pizza squirrels, yes. phyllo parcels, yes. um, various other little things. Yep. So, we, yeah. We've, Absolutely. <laughs> um, have a date night. Yep. We don't really have regular date nights, but we do have a Friday night, takeaway night. So we will feed the children first, put them to bed, 
and we might sit at the table, have our takeaway and our glass of wine. Yep. Um, so still make time for each other and do something for yourself. Yep. So I've just started yoga. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. Yep. Yep. That's it. Excellent. <laughs> um, so that's all. Thank you very much for talking to me You're today. You're welcome. <laughs>